welcome to Are You Fucking Crazy? I'm your host, Mal Marie, and this is a place for us to bring awareness to mental health by sharing our lived experiences and discussing healthier habits to stay mentally well as energetic beings and to stay spiritually aligned. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to a fresh and new episode of Are You Fucking Crazy? I know it's been a while since I've come on here and caught up, and, uh, you know, I really have wanted to be as on top of this as I had planned to, but initially things have been going down in my life that have kept me distracted off, off, the, off the track, definitely. Um, I'm hoping to have the time to be able to do this as frequently as possible, as more frequently as I'd like to. But again, I do have things going on in my life where I'm constantly busy during the day with other things as well. So this episode is actually, I feel like the Pisces new moon, super moon, has really just got me in this headspace where I'm very motivated. Like I'm, I'm highly motivated, but I'm also finding the time to fill in the blanks of the times where I have the free time to sit down and do things like record the podcast or work on a vision board or just um, do some things that I've been talking about doing but never actually set into action. And that's one thing I really notice is that when I'm in new moon energy, like anytime there's a new moon, I become highly, highly, highly motivated. I become super motivated. I'm ready to take on the world. And it's so strange because when there's a full moon, it's the complete opposite for me. I want to lay down. I want to be lazy. I want to rest. I want to eat a bunch of snacks and just lay in my bed with my partner and watch movies. And it's just, it's just been, I don't know. It's been a really, I feel like a great awakening of things that have really gone down within just the past week of my life. So really hitting the nail on the head today mostly about money because I want to talk and discuss abundance in this episode. I really want to talk about my own fears surrounding abundance and surrounding money. And the thing about that has really got me in this headspace to really talking about this was my day. Like my day was highly productive. Um, I ended up getting a raise where I work. So I'll be making more money and more frequently, which is something that for some reason, sat with me like it stuck with me when I left my meeting today and I really just I really just feel like I started having visions of abundance and things for myself and I really am starting to feel like I'm calling in not only the things that I've always so desired and been manifesting but also calling in much more on top of that like I'm calling in things that I didn't even expect to call in for myself you know I'm while I'm manifesting other things, other things are coming to me on the sidelines, you know, but it's also causing this sort of thing where it's like a great awakening for myself, where I'm able to step outside of myself and look at myself and my old thought processes. And the interesting thing about that is that sometimes when it comes to growth and change, we often forget that we're in a constant state of growing. We're in a constant state of growth and change. It doesn't matter who you are, how much work you've done, or how much, how spiritual you are, how awake you think you are. None of us are better than the next person, right? Like, we're all constantly capable of, of fucking up. We're all capable of falling down. I don't care how on top of the game you think you are. You are capable of failing. And that is something that has been brought to my attention just 
from me just existing and just from me experiencing like the past month or so and I'm really I'm really starting to see that money has value now this is something that is interesting to me because I am a sucker for minimalism I am a sucker for I don't give a shit about money I don't give a shit about materials but (laughs) I'm becoming kind of in a place where I'm like I'm sick of not having I'm sick of seeing everybody else around me able to achieve it why can't I challenge myself to that? I, I literally just got off the phone with my grandmother today and my grandmother is a money freak. She is a money freak. She is probably one of the most wealthiest people I know. Like, and that that isn't just to say that she has money. It's the wealth that she has, the way she carries herself, the way that she has nice things for herself, the way that she's always abundant and the way that she can always help somebody else out. Like that to me is honorable. And it's not just about the greedy factor of money. You know, I've always looked at money for its greedy side. I've always looked at money for its downside, for its horrible side. And that is where my fear of money stems from. It stems from my own struggles because I'm a person that has experienced struggle, homelessness, not having while everybody else around me has nice things or more than me or more of an abundance than me. And I really feel like this is where my fear of money stems from. It stems from my experiences in my past. It stems from me feeling like, oh, only a certain type of people can have these things. Only, only, um, you know, people that have really, 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 really like put their fingers in the door and allowed somebody to slam their fingers in the door will be able to make money. Like that, that was kind of my thought process for a while. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's kind of like, I feel like I used to really think only people that really put their ass out on the line are the ones that ever end up rich. Like people that are money freaks like that, like they'll do anything for the money. Like that's how I felt about it for a while. But I started to really like I'm starting to really understand as I become more of a woman and as I'm stepping into my womanhood, mind you, I'm only 22. So I'm going through, you know, the beginning phases of my womanhood and I'm really facing a lot of uh, realities, not only within myself, but in a, um, in a, in a way to where I'm starting to really see life for what it is and what we need to survive as human beings. And I think I needed to realize And I think that I would say this for anybody that's trying to call in abundance or money or anything like that. I think that it's important that we put ourselves in the headspace of recognizing that money is worthless to understand its value. Like that sounds crazy saying that, but you have to have gone through the struggle of knowing that you don't need it in order to really realize that you deserve it, if that makes sense. So for me, I feel like if, had I not gone through the struggles I had gone through and somebody just handed me a fat wad of money or a fat suitcase of money, I wouldn't have been so smart about my spending with that. I wouldn't have been so um, wise about what I did with that money. I think I would have probably bought something stupid. I probably would have ran through that money so fast. But the place that I'm in now, if somebody were to hand me a suitcase of money, I think I would have so many ways of how I would go about dividing that and doing it in a way to where it was healthy, to where I could potentially even help somebody else, to a way where I could utilize it to invest in my business and 
bring in more, you know? And, and that's, I feel like I needed to struggle. I needed to understand not having in order to work through the mindset of, well, shit, what if I do have that? What if I do someday become rich or become abundant or have these things for myself? And I literally had a little self-talk moment when I was walking home today, when I was coming back home from work. And I really just, I really just sat with my, my thoughts. And I do this a lot when I walk. I self-talk. In my, in my head, I literally have conversations with myself. Oftentimes, sometimes when I'm walking, I even, sometimes I'll speak out loud, not like in a crazy way, but sometimes I'll just like mumble to myself. And I, I feel comfortable doing this because I feel like this, that's a safe space for me to really reflect and really become one with myself and understand where my thoughts and feelings and emotions are rooting from. And I was just on my way home today and something just told me like, you're probably going to be abundant soon. Like you're probably going to have some abundance soon. And how are you going to deal with that? Are you going to be afraid of all that money? Are you just going to go spend it until you don't have any anymore? What are you really going to do if that's handed to you when you least expect it? Something just literally just clicked in my brain it made me think that and made me really ask myself that question. And I really thought to myself, I was like, well, shit, maybe I can have nice things. You know, I, I, like I said, I'm a sucker for the minimalist lifestyle. I always told myself if I had all the money in the world, I would still shop at Goodwill. I would just buy a cheap car. I wouldn't buy something expensive. I don't care about name brands, things like that. Yes, that's good, but... Why not treat yourself? Why not get yourself a fancy car? Why not get yourself a, a pair of uh, expensive shoes or Louis Vuittons or something that you've, that you've always wanted or something, you know, that, that you thought was impossible or unreachable? Why not do that for yourself? Why can't you have those things? Why? Because, because I've been so told or so exposed to the people that do have it being assholes or dicks or just like portraying money in a different way that isn't very wise, you know, but I do have people and that's not to say everybody in my life, because I do want to say I do have people that I look up to very much that, um, you know, have abundance. Like I said, my grandmother, she's one of the most wealthiest people I know when it comes to setting her funds aside, helping the next person, taking care of herself, like, and She's always laughed at me, like, whenever I told her, like, even if I had all the money, like, I'm going to buy myself a cheap car, I'm not going to go get something fancy, I'm going to just get some cheap shit, and I'm just going to, like, be a minimalist, like, and then spend the rest of it on some stupid stuff. I don't really know. I never truly sat with myself and guided myself through that, through that headspace. If I were to have that, how would I handle that? I've always, always, always been so fixated on the idea of, I could never have that. I, I, I don't ever think that that's reachable for me. I'm always probably going to live here. I'm always probably going to have this lifestyle. I'm always probably going to do it this way. And that is part of growth, is realizing that it is okay to step outside of the cycle that you are used to, even if it's a comfort zone for you. And this is something that I'm recognizing for, for my own self, my own self. I love being a self-aware intuitive being because I know that I have the self-awareness to be able to check myself like this. And it can be very hard. And it t sometimes it takes me a while to get to where I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You're not doing so great in this area. Like, you need to check yourself real quick. Like, you really need to check that because that's not the headspace you want to be in, you know? 
So I, I just find it hilarious now because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like really in this headspace, I, I created my vision board this evening and I'm really like looking at the things that I'm calling in. And um, what's very interesting is that my vision board from last year, like everything I, everything I was calling in is pretty much here for me. Like everything I was calling in, I wanted a relationship, a healthy relationship. Uh, I wanted a, a place to call home. I wanted my cat to be running around free and happy. I wanted my bills paid off for a while. I wanted to be able to stay focused on my work and what I'm doing currently with the Youth Action Board and helping the homeless youth in Clark County. Like everything that I had on my vision board previously is pretty much right here in my hands. I think there might be like one thing like I wanted my bus, my uh, bus van, because that was something. But that's also another thing that I understand why it's not here is because I was very iffy about that. I was not specific about whether or not I wanted that. I just was like, well, maybe. Everything else, I was very strict. I knew what I wanted. It was very direct. And here it is right here in my hands. I am telling you, vision boards are one of the main things that has helped me when it comes to manifesting the things that I desire into my life. Truly, truly, truly. And right now, my biggest things, and I'll review, I'll honestly go over. I'll just go ahead and like read over the vision board that I made. So... I can be more specific with you guys about it, but it's not so, it's not so like around the board. It's very specific, like very word specific about what I want. So I'm releasing my fear of money. That's the main focus of this vision board is releasing my fear of money. But then there's also other things outside of that. But then it goes to say I'm manifesting abundance. I'm calling in success in business. All bills paid off. I want a fancy car because I deserve nice things. So now I'm being more specific about what kind of vehicle I want. I want a nice car. I want something fancy. I want something that could drive good. You know what I'm saying? I want something that is, that's suitable for me because I deserve that. I don't need to go drive a dump truck. I don't need to go settle for less because I think that that's what I deserve or because I think that that's all I can have or all I can afford. I should call in my abundance. I should call in the things that I so and truly desire. And so I want to get to the whole other side of my vision board, which is more of a manifestation of my own behavior and changes that I want to make within my own self. And um, that's something that is probably going to be discussed here in a little bit. But I kind of wanted to start off and open up with my fear of money and how I'm releasing this and how I'm working through this and what I need to do in order to let that fear go. And um, I just wanted to really share this with you guys. If any of you have any fear of abundance or if you're trying to call in abundance and for some reason it's not coming for you, maybe you should check where that's stemming from. Maybe you should check where your manifestation is being directed. Are you truly directing it toward abundance? Are you being specific about what you're calling in? Do you believe that you deserve that? Do you believe that you can call that in? Do you believe that you deserve nice things? Do you believe that you could have all your bills paid off and invest your money in good things that serve you, that can potentially expand and call in more money for yourself? Like, be very specific about what you want, what you're abundant about, but also check yourself. Also check your subconscious and make sure that you're in, in tune with that and that you're self-aware of where those subconscious thoughts and fears and things like that are stemming from, okay? Because I'm really, really noticing that 
when I'm manifesting something and I'm trying to call it in and I'm not specific about it or I have a subconscious fear or a lingering fear or I have a lingering, um, you know, um, just a thought in my mind that that just that one little thought could truly, truly disrupt what you are calling in. It's so insane how it works. And I'm constantly learning this the more I am working on myself and the more that I'm growing as a being. And it's so interesting to really just to really just look at this for for what it is. And I, I wanted to start off with that, guys. So I hope that sits with you and I hope that you guys truly think about that. I hope you you think about what you're calling in and how that works for you. And like I said, always, always check in with your subconscious and see where that's at before before you put anything into writing, before you set out your vision board, before you do anything like that that you're calling in, make sure that you check in with your subconscious thoughts and see where they're at and make sure that they're in a place that states that, like, yes, we are ready to call this in. Like, I am ready to call this in. I am ready to be one with this manifestation. So, yeah, yeah. So I want to get a little down and dirty on another topic here because there is other things that I had, or I would say one more specific thing that I was very particular about on my vision board when it comes down to calling things in for myself and what I'm trying to change and recognize about my own actions and my own self. And one of the things that I'm really starting to notice about myself, and this comes with what I called in for myself, which was a partnership, a relationship. And I asked that it was healthy. I called, I specifically wanted to call in a healthy relationship with a healthy relationship. There's something that is not discussed enough. If you ask me when it comes to relationships is that everything gets toxic. I'm going to tell you right now, everything gets toxic. I don't care how healthy your relationship is. I don't care how how healthy you are, how much you're working on yourself, how much your other person is working on themselves. Every so often, shit gets out of hand. Every so often, there's a disagreement. There's a this, a that, a little bit of a bump in the road. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think with this healthier relationship that I'm currently in, and I'm going to call it that because I really, truly feel like this is has to be the most healthiest relationship that I've been in so far. And it's, it hasn't even been that long. I've been in longer relationships that were so much more unhealthy within the first month of it. And, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so in love with my partner. Like that's something I can really say, like, and it's not like in a weird, like attachment way. Like I'm in love with this person in a way where like, it brings tears to my eyes. Like it literally brings tears. I literally look at him sometimes and get watery eyed because of how much this person sees me for who I truly am and how much hope they have for me and how much they've been there for me through everything, through thick and thin, no matter how I've reacted, no matter what I've said, no matter what I've done, this person continues to see the beauty, the power, the essence of me for who I truly am. And they never put me down. They don't ever put me down. They don't, I I could get mad and, and talk all my shit and this person will be there to reassure me as a partner should. And that is one thing to me that is amazing. It's beautiful. And even right now, it makes one to get emotional because it's something that I've never had before. It's something that I've truly, truly never had before. Not even with a friend. You know what I'm saying? Not even with some of my closest, bestest friends. The minute one of us messes up or says something that we don't like, it's an immediate, it's an immediate 
disagreement or an immediate like, oh, okay, I can't stand your ass, like, fuck you. Like, it's an immediate fuck you. But with this person, we literally work through everything. We talk through everything. We discuss our feelings. We discuss our emotions. And that's something that we're not afraid to do. And that is so beautiful to me. Like, I'm trying not to get emotional here because just recently I had um, a little moment, excuse me there, but I had a little moment where I kind of slipped back into my past traumas and I feel like I really emotionally, I emotionally released on my partner in a way. And this is something that I'm, I'm owning up to because I'm a very self-aware person, like I said, and, um, just based off the way that this person handled the situation and like responded to me and my emotional response made me realize that good people do exist for one and for two it made me just like it made me realize that you really don't have to settle for less in a relationship listen girl boy whoever you're listening whoever's listening whatever gender you are listen you never have to settle for a person that doesn't see you for who you are okay i don't care how good the sex is i don't care how how tied to them you feel if this person does not talk through problems does not work through the issue is not self-aware does not own up to their fuck-ups continues to every day put you down anything like that don't settle for it and i'm gonna tell you why because there's somebody out there there is somebody out there that will see you for who you are there is somebody out there that will forgive you that will love you through your hard times, through your rough patches, there is somebody out there that will do that. There is somebody out there that is willing to put their feelings to the side to value your feelings. And if you're going through something and you're having a rough time or you're still healing from traumas or something like that and you think you're unlovable or you think that somebody can't be there for you, you're lying to yourself right now. I'm telling you that right now. And that is what this person, that is what this partnership is making me realize. That love, love is real. Love is genuine and love is not, love doesn't make you feel less than. That's all I'm going to say. Love makes you feel like you can do anything that you, that you put your mind to. Literally. It, it makes you feel like you can fly. So, <laughs> enough about the boasting about that, because I feel like at this point I'm just rambling on boasting about my partner, and like I said, I'm, I'm genuinely, like, in love with this person. Like, I couldn't be more grateful to have somebody like this in my life that's teaching me not only to, to grow, like, that it's possible to grow with somebody, but they're teaching me what love truly feels like, and they're teaching me to to accept love when it's handed to you and that it's okay it's okay to be yourself it's okay to have emotions and to feel things but anyways I have noticed that me as a person I am an emotional ball of emotion <laughs> and I I emotionally release okay when I'm feeling some type of way I immediately respond based off of how I feel inside, based off of my emotions. I 
emotionally respond and react to things. I don't use my logic. My lo- The logical button in my brain gets immediately shut off when I'm feeling some type of way. Mad, sad, angry, pissed, whatever that may be. When I'm feeling some type of way, I'm telling you right now, the emotions take over. My emotional side takes control. It takes the entire wheel. And at that point, there's no logical there's no logical thoughts going through my head about how to handle a situation or how to respond or react to a situation. I'm letting the emotions drive the boat. You know what I'm saying? And this is something on my vision board that I'm trying to work on getting a hold of. Because of the fact that I am a self-aware person and it does take... It takes something big to happen in order for me to realize where I need to change or fix my patterns or behaviors or thought processes. Sometimes I really have to go through something huge or see something or be around somebody that is worse than me or see a situation that is worse than mine or something like that in order for me to realize like, hey, you don't want to end up there, right? You don't want to be like this. You don't want to be that, right? So more specifically on my vision board, this is what I says, what I said and what it does say. It says, I am manifesting control over my emotional side and hoping to become more in tune with my intuitive side instead. Less emotional responding and more intuitive and logical responding and reacting. So that, that right there, it just speaks for itself. It's something that I, I need to be working on right now. That and releasing my fear of money, those are two things that I'm really trying to call in right now and just focus on because I I feel like because of my past, these are things emotionally and abundantly because of my past, these are things that I need to work on. These are things that have made me feel like I can't have this or I can't do this or it won't be better than this. And that even goes to goes to say with relationships as well because of my past relationships, my pattern with my past relationships. I'm going to tell you shitty, absolutely crappy. I have had the worst history of dating that anybody could ever have asked for. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that in this day and age, but my dating history is not cute. It's not cute. All my past partners have been abusive, disrespectful, rude, um, misogynists, um, just, just, you know, like not self-aware people, not people that are willing to change and grow and work through things with you. Just people that are, um, narcissists and, uh, like to control situations instead of working through them and talking through them. And um, a lot of times with the the crappy part about this is that when we have a history of pe- being with people like this or surrounding ourselves with people like that, we start to pick up on behaviors and patterns and things like that because it's all we know or it's all we're used to. Or we start to respond a certain way to somebody else around us because we think that they're going to treat us the way the last person treated us. Now, that that right there, ooh, that right there. I have to say amen to my own self on that one because that is another thing that I'm working through is recognizing that, recognizing those patterns and those behaviors within my own self and being able to say like, hey, that ain't cute. That ain't it. Look, this person is not that person. The person that you're with now, the person that you're around now is not the person that you're with in your past. So you need to get past your little feelings 
and you need to be better. You need to be stronger and you need to be wiser and kinder and think more from your logical mind instead of reacting and releasing from those emotions. That's literally that. That's literally that. (laughs) And that's pretty much it. Like, that's pretty much really what I wanted to focus on today was just letting that out and talking about that and just um, showing you guys that we can be self-aware and that we can be honest with ourselves and we can talk about these things. You can get real with yourself. You could be like, hey, look, this ain't cool. It's not right. Like, it's okay to correct yourself. It's okay to give yourself that little slap on the hand and be like, you need to do better. You've got to do better. And that's also part of growing up is recognizing that once you're, once you're an adult and you've spread your own wings, shit, your parents aren't there to discipline you anymore. Nobody's going to be trying to discipline you or spank you on the butt or put you in the corner. That's something that you need to be able to do for yourself is have that self-discipline, that self-awareness that you're able to give yourself that little tap on the booty and be like, look, that's not, you need to do better. You've got to do better. That's not it, you know? So yeah, man, just really working through these emotions and working through these things. And um, maybe we'll close this off with taking a couple breaths because I know I've been running around all day and I had a wonderful day, but I've got some chicken on the stove right now cooking up dinner for myself. And um, I just kind of want to take some breaths before I eat and relax my body and my mind and just kind of sit with my music and vibe out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I appreciate it all the time whenever I can release an episode and get listeners and the feedback always helps as well. If you're following me on Instagram, feel free to send me a DM if you listen to the podcast. Tell me how you feel. Tell me something that you're working through right now with your emotions and um, something that you'd like to change within yourself. Let's go ahead and take a few deep breaths. Let's take two in through the nose, out through the mouth. Go ahead and hold that second one in. Just let it out. All right, guys. We'll go ahead and close this out now. And I'm going to say thank you guys for tuning in like always. And I'll catch you on a new episode soon. Take care. Bye-bye.